Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, she's too young to remember I played in Pittsburgh, but I... I... But I told her all the stories, so don't worry about it. Really, one of the better speeches from an athlete <laughs> that I've ever heard. And we're talking about a guy that is, you know, English is his second language. And part of what made it so amazing when Yager came here is because he didn't speak a lick of English. And so they bring in Yuri Herdina. And I mean, it's all part of his wonderful story. And I thought he nailed it. I also thought it was so typically Yager. A couple of things. One, that he swore on the TV broadcast, which we'll get to in a minute. And also on the TV broadcast, he said, this weekend would have been perfect if I wasn't worrying so much about the speech that I had to give. Because he's such a perfectionist. He wanted to make sure that he nailed it. And so... He said everything was great. Dinner with his old teammates. Getting a skate at practice. Getting a skate there prior to the game in the pregame warm-ups. Everything. The mullets. The the Yager day at the municipal building. The, the jersey going to the rafters. But it wasn't a perfect weekend because he had to think the entire time about the speech. I thought that was a nice look behind the curtain at the man there. Yeah, definitely. He just wants to be a part of the guy. Like In his mind, in his brain, he thinks he could probably still play. Like That's just how those guys are. That's how he's wired. And he just wanted to be a part of the guys. Like, I'm sure that he could have been like, okay, like, yeah, you can put my jersey up in the rafters. I don't have to speak. I'll just come to the game. I'll skate around. Everybody can cheer. And then I'll be on my way. Uh, he just wanted to be a part of the team again. And I think that you, what you told me offline that he's probably going to stay for a couple more days to just check out practice to see what's going on. And just he just loves the game so much. And that's what he said in his speech. Like, I just play because I love the game. I never played for – you know, to be regarded as one of the best or Jersey retirements. I just love playing hockey. And I believed him when he said that because he played for so long. Like, if it was about winning a championship or if it was about money or if it was about getting your Jersey retired, um, you would do it and then accomplish it and then be done. Like, he was like, okay, I did it. I accomplished it. I'm still going to play some more. Like, it, I'm going to play because I just love hockey. He loves the game. Uh, He's it, still playing. Yeah. Still playing. Is it is though that line up on his girlfriend – you know, she was too young to remember or whatever. Isn't that him? Oh. Isn't that part of, like, why he – forget about how great of a hockey player he was. He was one of those guys that was larger than life. Yes. Right? The, just the, his aura uh-huh. about him. All, 
the stories that, and I'm sure you've all heard legendary stories about Yarger when he was in town, right? Just the, and even it, it's sort of a sad thing, but the gambling thing, right? The whole point is that's sort of, so when he says that, we all kind of said, laughed and said, boy, that, that's him. It's on par. That's, well, that's him. Man, you nailed that, Paul. And I, I think, you know, there are great athletes and then there are superstars. And in order to be a superstar, you've got to have that charisma. And Yager just, he just oozes charisma. And the other thing that I've always loved about Yager is his love for all things America, right? He wanted to come over here and he wanted blue jeans. And he wanted to listen to Bon Jovi. And he wanted to drive <laughs> cars fast. Like, he wanted to be America. Like he, Americana was so big to him. And he didn't even speak the, the language his career, the, what he was able to achieve on the ice, what he was able to achieve keeping, frankly, the Pittsburgh Penguins here, all that's unbelievable. Being the second all-time leading goal scorer, unbelievable. But the stories, to Paul's point that you heard about him, and then him doubling and tripling down in his speech is why he is this larger-than-life sort yeah. of figure. It wasn't just about him being a great hockey player. Right. You know, I mean, there's some guys who are great players, and that's all they are. Right. And you strip away their, you know, and it's like, okay, well, but what do you do when you're not playing? You know? What what is it about you that's interesting? Well, cuz Crosby is a superstar player. Right. And I love the guy. I will I will go to his jersey retirement and I will probably shed a tear because I talk about Yager's my formative years of of getting me into hockey. The guy that made it stick really was 87, but he doesn't say junk. No. You know, he he is a hockey player only. Now, I think they're cut from the same cloth the way that they prepare, the way that they love the game. And it's why I think Crosby's going to continue to play for a long time. But you couldn't find two bigger, different personalities. Like, you don't hear anything about Crosby off the ice. He's had the same girlfriend for a long time, hasn't married her. I think that's probably because he just wants to focus on hockey. Like He is not a character. He is a hockey player. Yes. Right? Malkin is much more the character. Kessel was a character. Do, Absolutely. Do you think that Mario being Mario that let Yager be the character? You know what I'm saying? Because Crosby is Mario. Mario had a little bit more outside mm -hmm. than Crosby did. And Mario obviously found his next you know, calling in life, and that was being an owner of the Pittsburgh Penguins and then bringing them back and the whole Crosby deal, everything. But do you think that – do you think that – Lemieux's stature of, you said there's superstars and there's great players, and then there's all-timers. Lemieux, Lemieux was an all-timer. Yager, close to all-timer, but a great player and a superstar. Do you think that being Lemieux being Lemieux let him be the outgoing and, you know, just uh, big-time life figure that he was? Because he kind of just, it, it, it just seemed like he played with just no stress. Lemieux, and sometimes people will do that for you that are really good. Well, right. I think Lemieux was fascinating because he would just go play. Right. Yeah. Like he right. didn't he didn't need to practice. He'd smoke cigarettes. He'd say he's taking on the bacon off his cheeseburger or whatever, the cheese off yeah. his cheeseburger. That'd be his workouts in the offseason. Like you look at Lemieux and he only played nine hundred and fifteen games because of the cancer, because of the back, but he wasn't a guy that took care of himself. No. Not the way modern athletes do, not the way Yager did, not the way Crosby does, not the way Latang does. Like he had a mystique about him, Lemieux did, because oh, he'd lace him up. And then he'd go out there and put up six points. He was born to play. Yeah. He was just, yeah. That, born to play the game. That, that just shows you what a natural. Talent. Oh, my God. He was he was like a natural guy. He wasn't one of these guys, you know, that's, 
that 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 would that had talent, and then also was an elite level workout, get ready to play kind of guy. He's more like Ben than he was like yes. Brady. Yes, right. You know, yes. lace him up. I put the pads on. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to dominate because I'm just that freaking good. That's what he was like. Right. And Yager had that talent, but from the time he was seven years old, he was doing a thousand squats. Right. Like, he was just cut which is different. why he's my age and still playing. Mm-hmm. It's why he's your age and he's got Dominica on his head, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and then and then you're watching the broadcast, and I thought as this happened, I thought he couldn't have. He couldn't have. And then everyone on Twitter seemed to realize, oh, he did that thing. Language barrier. So we were... So, oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I'm, more, I'm more nervous than I play. Like, <laughs> the player came out of you right there. Like, sorry, I was just like... So the puck's sitting there in the blue paint and Jari's trying to keep it out. Yager uh-huh. just drops an F-bomb. He doesn't want... He- Again, isn't that... Like Tim, it's him. It's one of those things where people <laughs> people always used to say, for instance, like Charles Charles Barkley says all kinds of crazy stuff, right? And people always say, well, why can he get away with that kind of stuff? And it's like, and people around, this is Charles being Charles. Yeah, like, it's Charles Barkley is a lot like Yager in that way. I mean, he's it's a Manny Ramirez kind life. of deal. Yeah, any story you hear about Charles Barkley being out where he's been out and about and everything, it's so much like. It's just like Yager, so it's like it's Yager being Yager. Other guys, maybe it would have been a big deal. With Yager, it just sort of adds to, you know, the R, the personality that that we know him to have. I mean, it just adds to it. Well, and here's another one because Rick Tockett couldn't be there. Rick Tockett's got a lot of stuff going on, obviously, and so he couldn't be there. So on the video board, he he regaled us with a good Yager story. I was telling the story at his birthday party and we had some guys who were married so they didn't go to it and I was single at the time and I went to it. It must have been 900 people. I think it was 875 girls. Happy birthday, Yarmir! <laughs> Happy birthday, Yarmir! I mean, <laughs> come on! <laughs> so and good. they cut the video, you know, all these women holding up signs at Yager. He was, he was a rock star. We had our guy TJ the DJ on. Tell us the story on Friday. Of Yager stealing his girl at his 21st birthday. <laughs> uh, the mullet was legendary. The 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 wardrobe was legendary. And girls knew, the whole town knew he was down to have a good time. He, he was. He talked in his speech about how Borky, he took him around town to show him a few things. We all knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. Like he, he lived it. And he talked about his 11 years in Pittsburgh being the best of his life. So I think it, it begs a question, which we'll get to at the bottom of the hour here. Uh, who is the next guy whose jersey should be lifted into the rafters we can talk about that coming up next well everything was perfect all weekend long except for oh you know the penguins closing the door on a one nothing lead <laughs> they needed to win the game and they well they blew it they did not win the game we'll get to that coming up next what's it mean for them how did it sour the festivities, if at all, that's coming up. It is 6-11. It's time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do for you. You can tweet us at underscore Adam Crowley, at Score and Doran, at Paul Zeiss. Brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Text us, 412-928-9370. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Yesterday was perfect. If you're a hockey fan in Pittsburgh, it got my juices going. And I had said last week, they're not making the playoffs and sell everybody. Well, all the nostalgia was flowing. And it's get, it's staying light a little bit later in the game. The <laughs> puck drops at six. I'm thinking, boy, it would be fun. Even if they lost a playoff series, it's still fun for them to make it. And I'm thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe they could do this. You look at the standings, and they're they're kind of far back, but they got games in hand, and if they took care of business, they'd be right up there with the Flyers, right up there with the Red Wings. Like They, they have a shot at this, and they play a great low-event game where they're on their P's and Q's, and they're defending, and Jari played well, but he didn't have to do much, and they were keeping the net front clear, and they were doing everything right from a fundamental sense. And the power play sucks, and they pee down their leg, and they give up two goals, and they don't even get a point out of the damn thing. Mm. And it was infuriating to me. It, it doesn't take away from what was Yager's day. It doesn't, because that was the bigger story. And that was, it was so fun for people who grew up with Penguins hockey. But make uh, no mistake, the version that we got right now, they're not good enough. They're just not good enough. And the, the, the roster that they put together beyond those top two scoring lines when, when not good enough. When Sidney Crosby scored the first goal, you saw social media go crazy, mm-hmm. right? This is going to be that day. Crosby will not let them lose on Yager's day. Oh, well. I think Yager said it perfectly. Um, he said that with him being at practice and skating around and being a part of practice, that there's too much respect that goes around. Sometimes you just need to shoot the puck. And I, I never – We've been going through this whole situation like, okay, how do you fix the public? What do you do? Do you move around? Do you move guys around? Do you put this guy there? Do you take this guy off? How do they get a spark? And we're trying to find all the angles to what they could do for the power play. And I think Yager really summed it up. Like, you know, as as small of a quote that that was, it made so much sense. And he's somebody that saw it instantly. 
instantly. And he he's was guy there for one practice, one and he practice. said, oh, these guys have too much respect too for much each respect. other. Isn't, isn't that something, though, we've all been saying for – Is I mean, the power play, this isn't like this is a new thing this year. They've had they've had some times where their power play was good, but then there have been a number of times where, like, how can you have all those guys on that power play and they can't score? And we've all said pretty much the same thing. They got they don't shoot it enough. They don't they don't do enough. They're deferential to just try. And even when you get you know the the bottom line is if you connect the dots with four different people and then someone puts it a nice you know a little backhand no look in. Guess what? That counts just as much as if you throw it in the front of the net. And a couple of guys rush it and this and that, and someone gets it. I watched a little bit of that stadium series game between the Islanders and the Rangers, and the Rangers had a furious comeback there at the end, fueled by the power play. They played like crap yesterday, the Rangers did, for most of that game. And I was in a hockey mind, so I watched a lot of that too, on one TV while I'm watching the all the Yager stuff on the other TV. And they were nasty, ugly, disgusting goals. And they won the game because they scored a couple of nasty, ugly, disgusting goals, including their game winner, which had to be reviewed because the net got pushed off its moorings because that's how ugly that goal was. If the Penguins had an average power play this year, they'd be a playoff team right now. Yes, they would. If they had a— Just average. Just too. average. Yes. Just average. Because five on five, their numbers, actually pretty good. They're goaltending. Some of the best in the league. But their power play is such crap that they are way on the outside looking in right now. And that is just unfathomable to me. And, yeah, I do think Mike Sullivan has to wear that. Big time he has to wear that. But these guys got to wear it, too. And I know that, you know, you got all these Penguins bloggers out there, and I'm not disparaging them. Like, these are guys that know the game, that like the game. They're, they're trying to find a way to put out, you know, their content, right? A lot of these bloggers. you got to make changes to this power play. you gotta, you got to simplify things. you got to do it uh, systematically. You Todd Reardon's coached a lot of great actually power plays in this league he knows what he's doing i think sullivan knows what he's doing it's these guys that you can't get out play. of their own way right. yeah just go play at some point you've got to make plays yeah. and at some point when you're like the best or among the best you got to make plays so to me it's one of those situations where they're talking about todd reardon is silly at this point it's silly you got five Hall of Famer, basically four four Hall of Famers or whatever it is on your on your power play. It's up to them to make plays. I couldn't agree more. And I got into it with people on Twitter yesterday, and they said, "Well, why you can fire Reardon? Didn't you want Matt Canada gone?" It's totally different to me. It's totally different. You know, you needed scheme to help a growing young quarterback succeed. Yes, this is totally different because. Really, Todd Reardon can draw up whatever. These guys need to buy in. Like You've got the talent. You need to convince them. And I guess that is on coaching to an extent. But they're going to do what they want to do. And what they're doing is being too deferential to one another. Adam, you, you, these guys, though, they, they, they write that kind of stuff, okay? How old is Sidney Crosby? How many games? I don't even know off the He's top in of year my... 19, for He's, God's sake. Uh, okay. How many games do you think the guys played? Over a thousand. Okay, uh, Malkin probably very similar number, mm -hmm. right? Latang similar number. Carlson, lots of games. This isn't like seventh grade, you know, junior high hockey. Hey guys, the, shoot the puck. The, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where you got some, we're you know, set you up here. We're gonna coach, put you yes, here. We're gonna exactly. put you there, and this one you're gonna pass it to him, and then he's gonna pass it across, and then you shoot. Like, and and what, more what, importantly, what you, you run a you run a power play. How much different, really? 
How many different schemes can you really have on a power play? Really not a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. and and three. So, so at the end of the day, run the umbrella. At okay. the end of the day, what's right? What, what is what is Reardon really going to tell Sidney Crosby or Malkin or these guys? Well, this is what you guys have to do. I mean, how many how many practices do you think they've well, had? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think what really underscores that, Paul, is a couple of games ago when the Penguins had the empty net and it's six on five, and Malkin is dusting it off. And he and Carlson pass it back and forth and basically killed 20 seconds. Hey, you can, you've got enough talent. You don't have to look for the perfect play. But they're always looking for the perfect play. And it's why while Crosby's had a wonderful season and probably does de- deserve some consideration for the Hart Trophy, if they were to make the playoffs, let's say, I can't say he's blameless. How could I say he's blameless? He's the best player on the team. He does lead them in power play goals with eight. Think about where his numbers could be overall if the power play didn't suck. But it's not because he's part of that, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like, the power play sucks because he hasn't been good enough on the power play either. And, hey, maybe they can find a way to fix it and get hot on the power play the rest of the way. It it could happen. They've got the guys. It's probably going to be too little too late. And we just saw it yesterday. The Islanders blew that game, and they still pick up a point. It's so hard to climb back into this thing. And that loser point does. It's it's almost it, impossible. And that's the thing, too, about the loser point that, that uh, you have to take into consideration. It's not just that the Penguins are like seven or eight points or whatever it is behind. There's two or three teams in between them and the playoffs. So all of those teams have to go on a streak where they're not getting any points right. at all. While the Penguins are picking up points, because of that loser point, it makes it difficult. You You might get over one of those teams. It's hard to get over three of them. The Islanders have played 18 games that have gone beyond regulation this year. 18! That's got them where they are in the standings. 18! And then you talk about three-on-three where the Penguins haven't been good enough either. So, I think it's all about time to kick dirt on this team and think about selling. And Jake Gensel being hurt is going to put a big freaking thorn in the side of that. I was going to say, could you imagine if the Penguins didn't have those three games like in about a two-week stretch where they scored in the final minute to get it to overtime? Could you imagine that? Be even further down in the standings. They would be they would be cooked. Mm-hmm. At that point, if they didn't have those three miracle uh games where they had six on five and they, you know, put it in to, to tie the game and get to overtime and get at least a point. I, I forget if they won those games or lost, but still they got at least got a point out of those games. Could you imagine where they would well, and I, last night was the opposite. They, they like had a grasping. point in their back pop, pocket and they gave it away. I feel like we're just grasping for for something that's not real. Well, I even, watching. <laughs> a, the, we want them to be so good, so bad, and they're just not. You know what, man? I agree with that. Like be- we're just we're trying so hard, and like you just said, if they didn't get into overtime with those points, like that's a team that is just desperate and grasping at their last breath. They're gasping hard at their last breath, and it takes that last breath for them to win. That's probably not a good. Thing. And I'm I'm watching yesterday and all the Yager stuff, and you're thinking nostalgia, and then they they take the one nothing lead because Crosby did Crosby things, and Crosby was the catalyst, the reason why they beat Chicago the other night. And you're thinking, okay, maybe he, maybe they can go on a little run here. Maybe they can find something even without Jake Gensel. And I think I'm doing that because they've always done that. They didn't do it last year though, because they're not capable of it anymore. And it just, I think, unfortunately for Penguins fans, it just is what it is. Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. We're going to get into more of the highlights from Yager Day and from his speech and his press conference. He had a lot to say over the last couple of days worth replaying and reacting to for you. But it also begs another question. Which Pittsburgh athletes whose jerseys aren't retired should see their jerseys in the rafters sooner rather than later? We'll get to that coming up next. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I think we got a good Twitter poll coming up here in a minute. Brought to you by PJ Fitzpatrick Home Improvement. Trust PJ.com. So Yager's number goes up into the rafters. The one, the one problem I had besides the Penguins losing was that they they should have probably taken an iron to that thing. It looked a little wrinkly to <laughs> me. You guys, are, as it's going up, I'm like, they can maybe iron it. There's <laughs> a smidge. It kind of looked like my bed sheets. Like find a way to make it look yeah. a little bit more pristine. Sorry, because I think the Penguins did an unbelievable job with this entire Yager weekend. I, I mean, thought it was. Re- I thought it was oh. one of the best ceremonies I've seen. For a player of that kind of play, that kind of ceremony. Yeah, usually the player just comes out, Paul, right? And maybe he'll say a few words, and it's just the guy, and it's awesome. Maybe his family, and then they put it up, and it's a whole thing, and they'll show a video tribute. Every single player from those cup championship teams that they could get there, they got there. Mm. And then he gives the long speech. It was awesome. Including, it was really cool. Including Lemieux. Who's who, never around anymore. Who allegedly, you know, he's got some issues with a... Was it Fenway Sports Group, mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily see eye to eye on some things. And he has, if you talk to anybody that's been around the team, he's not around very much at all. They, he not only showed up, he he was involved in the ceremony, and that to me said a lot about Yager. No doubt, you know, no doubt, especially after what happened in 2011, where Yager decided to go to the Flyers, which he talked about, and we'll get to a little bit later. So I guess the Twitter poll is this. Well, we'll just start here. So which athlete should be the next to have their jersey number retired in Pittsburgh? And the one that I I stop on immediately, and I'm interested in what people think about, is Barry Bonds. Can you retire Barry Bonds' number here in Pittsburgh? Why not? Why not? That's the question. I mean, two MVPs. Mm -hmm. Played here, what, seven years? Mm -hmm. I I I would say they they should, but they won't. Why? Because it just all of the controversy around him, the fact that he was not a very good guy to people, and that, that and it shouldn't matter, but it does. The fact that I I would do it, I would, but I'm sure what they'll do is the next pirate that's going to get their number retired will be McCutcheon. I don't, man. I I agree that that's probably the way it's going to go way down. That's the way it's going to go. I I don't know how you can retire McCutcheons and not retire Bonds. I know he played here for ten years. 
Bonds played seven. It's not like it was a blip. Right. Now, seven out of 22 overall, he did play 15 with the Giants. Just because he's more known as a Giant doesn't mean he was not a massive, massive player with the Pirates. He won two MVPs. He was the best player in baseball. I mean, that's why it was such a massive deal when he left. I think you could retire Bonds' number, and I think fans would welcome an opportunity to claim him right. a little bit. Like, we like that. He's ours, too. Claim him. But the all-time home run king. There's also there's also a segment, a, a large segment of the fan base that would not want that. Yeah. A bigger a bigger slice of the fan base than Yager, to be sure. No right, doubt. Right. I'm just saying, I, I agree with you. It should be. To be honest, though, if we're really going to get be honest, the, the next guy that should have it is Bradshaw. Yes. Yes. And 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 honestly, you why do you think Franco why do you think they, they picked Franco instead of Bradshaw? Because Bradshaw is estranged from the organization. In some ways, he's that. He's not necessarily really all that popular among a lot of people. He rubs some people the wrong way. There's still a segment of the fan base that doesn't know how they really feel about him. That and so the decision was let's go with a guy that was universally beloved. And Franco, not that his number shouldn't be retired, but I got to be honest with you. How do you have a quarterback with four Super Bowl right? rings and, and not have and his number yeah, is not retired? Like, that so I mean, if we're going, I, I, I we're going entire city wide, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, to me, it has to be Bradshaw. You got a guy with four Super Bowl yep. rings. I think there's only what two other guys in the and, entire league, and he's still the, somewhat relevant. Yes. There's there's only two other quarterbacks in in the entire history of the NFL that have four Super Bowl rings. I hate to say this, but the way I I feel like it's going to happen is when he's passed. Yes. Then they'll do it. Yes. Because I don't think they want to give him the microphone. I don't think they want to give him the podium. Really? Yeah. I mean, he skipped the funeral for Chuck Knoll, right? He he skipped Dan Rooney's funeral, and people are going to do what they do. But I, that gets held against them by the Steelers right. organization. I mean, no Chuck, doubt about when that. When Chuck Knoll died, I want to say it was at. Um, what's that? Uh, Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. Mm-hmm. Bradshaw was involved in some sort of a, a show that night, like the night he was in town to do a show down at the. I think he was a, like a, maybe even a music, a country music or something, down at the at the casino there. He was in town and didn't show up for the funeral. It's not not a good look. I mean, so that I mean the, when when Troy Polamalu. They held him out of the Ring of Honor for a year, if you remember, and mostly because they wanted to make sure he'd show up for the ceremony because mm-hmm. he was still. So those things are always a. That's why you know I agree with you one hundred percent that bonds, but I think it's something we'll never see in our life. Do you think Yager? Do you think they worried about that with Yager, the, the new the new uh, management of the Pittsburgh Penguins? Do you think they worried that like, oh, maybe he might might not show up? Like, don't don't know how the relationship really is. They had to get assurances from him. I yeah. think that's what took so long. Is obviously his schedule and owning the team and Cladno and yada yada yada. But yeah, I think they needed to know that he was going to show up, and they wouldn't have done it. And also, the Penguins organization is as well run with from fan relations standpoint as any I think in North American professional sports. They do a great job. Have always done a great job. They knew that this that he would be well received. They knew enough time had passed that he would be well received. Meanwhile, I got this Bonds Twitter poll up, and you know, it's very early because they just posted it. Right now, seventy three percent of people are saying no, don't retire Bonds number really? twenty four. 
And it's the steroids. It's the fact that he was a jerk. But Yager even said it yesterday. Yager was a jerk. <laughs> he said, he's, I was a jerk, and now I realize the important things in life. Like when I'm talking to God, hopefully at the end of this whole thing, it's about what kind of person you were. He said, but I was so young and I was caught up in everything, basically, I'm paraphrasing, that he said he was a jerk. Well, Bonds was a jerk. The other one I wanted to bring up, Jim Leland. Jim Leland was just inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like, should his number be retired as a manager? I, I, I don't want to get into this, but I don't think he should have been inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's a different story. <laughs> oh, hey, you question. wait until Ron Cook's Leland. off the air to start dropping well, bombs I'm like just this. Saying, and, and, I, and I love Leland, but I, I, I anyway, when it comes to what he did in Pittsburgh, remind me what. World Series he won? He was under 500 in Pittsburgh. Exactly. People don't want to hear about it. They don't want to hear that. And guess what? <laughs> this is another one that will get me in trouble because he's one of the beloved guys mm-hmm. here. He mismanaged the 92 championships, the league championship series. They should have won that. His pitching decisions were terrible. His lineups were th- decisions were terrible. And you can say whatever you want to say about Jose Lean making an error. It shouldn't have come down to that. And And quite frankly, the year before that, they came back to Pittsburgh from in Atlanta. They were up three to two, and they got shut out two games in a row. So, why are we? What? What? Why? I mean, I, I know why he's beloved, and the, you know the, the lung darts, and the you know all that other stuff. And he, he, all the all the media guys loved him, and of course he was a hard nosed guy because he yelled at Bonds. Okay, he's under five hundred as a Pirates manager. He never won anything. Never won a not never won even forget about the World Series. Never won an NLCS. So the only thing that I think you can well apart from I mean he was here for a while and and did achieve some things in eleven years. Um, did Jim Leland Billy Myers jersey is retired and Billy Meyer was three seventeen and four fifty two with a four one two winning percentage what, what, as the manager of the Pittsburgh what, Pirates. Why was his? Well, I don't even, I don't even know why his. I agree, but once once you look him up, like let's see, what's his name? Billy Meyer. B- okay. Once you've done that, once you've retired his jersey, you can retire Leland's. I think you almost have to retire. No, Leland. No, 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 I don't. I don't agree with that. Just because you screwed up once. All right, here we go, Billy Meyer. Let's see what what made him such a spectacular. It certainly wasn't his two thirty six batting average and one home run when he was a player. Um, he was a minor league manager. Um, we'll come back. We'll do more. Billy I'm gonna Meyer look next. at it. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about him. And we'll see what he has to say. Hang so on. so, Zeiss is a big no on Jim Leland retiring his number. What about you? We're all in agreement on Bonds, right? As a yes, I'm saying yes for Bonds. What say you? Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. And who is the next jersey? Who's which player uh, should have their jersey retired next? I can't talk today. It's a Monday. <laughs> Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 50-minute mark in the fan, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Route 19, and Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Neil Walker, baby, going to join us at 820 on the fan hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh Trusted Plumbing and HVAC Provider for over 50 years. Which athlete, which Pittsburgh athlete or manager 
should next see their jersey get retired. We just saw Yagers go up into the rafters yesterday. We're still caught on this Billy Meyer thing, whose number one has been retired by the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's up there. Who had a career winning percentage of 412. He had one winning season in four awful seasons as manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates. But a little digging says he was so beloved as a man. Nah, just put it up. Yeah. Put number yeah, one yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. The only thing, Paul, you make a good point about Leland. I mean, he achieved more, won three pennants, won a World Series outside of Pittsburgh than he did in Pittsburgh. But him being in the Hall of Fame, him spending half his managerial career in Pittsburgh, I think he'd have a nice day around that, around Jim Leland's number. Going yes, you up. would. Yeah, I would do it. You'd do it. Yes. You wouldn't do I it. Mean, if, 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 Mike Paul. I got to turn the mic on. I, 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 anyway, if, if the uh, if the goal is to have a nice day and a celebration, then you know I can think of fifty guys. I knew he was going to hang on. Right. That. I mean, I, I knew on, I, man, I, I knew I had misspoken we're not, there. We're not trying to have a party. We're trying to you know. Well, in, in a sense, that they they are. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the reason they do these things, of course. But my, but you got to earn that. You know, you and, did, and, and you start putting all these guys' names and numbers up there, and on Ring of Honor, and put guys up in the, the rafters. You get your jersey in the rafters. I, I'm sorry, if you're a manager, you got to have at least one title, at least one. I think if you're in the Hall of and, Fame and, here's, can and I you say spend half thing? your career in a place, you could be, you can have your jersey retired. Go ahead. I, 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 but again, we're going to put every Hall of Fame, we're going to retire every Hall of Famer's jersey. Yeah, you should. Okay, then the Steelers aren't going to they're going to have any uniforms left. I mean, you, you know, you, you can't do that. Well, I think it's different for each franchise. I mean, he got the Pirates to the playoffs three times. And... Right, but here's the thing: it wasn't like the teams now. In the early '90s, they had they had maybe the best team. Actually, two of those years, they pro- I would make the argument they did have the best team. You want to tell me the Reds were better than them in '90? Okay, yeah, the Reds with you know Rios and all those guys. They and, won the World Series. And, and the Nasty Boys, you know, they went up against the A's, who had a bunch of guys that hit the ball, all you know, and they beat them because their pitching was so good. I get it, but they were the, the Braves in '91 were young, should not have been you know able to do what they did. And then in 92, and in fact, 91 was the best team because they had Smiley still that year and they still had Benia that year. So they, my point is, it's not like this thing where, oh, well, they were the little sisters of the poor, the little team that could, and he just got them to play so good. They were great. They had great players. They should have won. So I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I, I'm so over the Leland thing. I can't take it anymore. All right. Well, that's where we're going to go next <laughs> then because the phone lines are popping at 412-928-9370. Uh, had something else planned because there is quarterback news with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Quarterback? We were going to get into the quarterback at 7. People say we spend a lot of time on the quarterback. Guess what? We're punting on that coming up next. Who is the next Pittsburgh athlete or manager that should have their jersey retired? And do you agree with me and Doran? That Leland's number should be retired, or do you agree with Paul and says, hell no on Leland? 412-928-9370. How about Marc-Andre Fleury? Does he belong? There's a whole long list of guys we're going to get to over the course of the next 20 minutes. 412-928-9370. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks today. Hi, 41. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 